What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Roe, and Camus on the SGP Podcast. Shut up, Camus! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, Raf Camus together again at the Balay. And we are Woo! bringing back one of our favorite recurring guests on the podcast. <laughs> fresh from San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, well, not, not that, that fresh, fresh. Not that but fresh. fresh enough. Yeah, he's been back for about a month or so. So month, uh, we're bringing him back. A month officially. No wait, I got in on the twenty. Yeah, you store. missed. You still missed you, you the missed show. New Year's resolution. Yeah, I missed Sayang. the show. That's a that's a that's a now. Welcome <laughs> back, Chino. Thank you very much for joining us. Hey once guys, again. welcome. Thank you for having me. Welcome back, to you guys. For me, I don't know. What okay. Show more. No, 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 no. Show more. You saved it. Thank you. Nice save. Nice save. Thank you. Do you do you do you not want to be here with us? No, I'm fine. I'm happy. Even if your dog snap at me, I'm very glad to be through the door. Not not. At you, <laughs> not at you. My life through is the at door. Risk every time I enter Camus' house, <laughs> you come in and they're like, "Oh, meat strength, very <laughs> strong, a strong oh! wind." Lasa Apso barks at you. That's true. <laughs> Where is the lie? So why are you back, Chino? What happened? Oh, uh, Weren't yeah, we preparing to say goodbye to you for no, a considerable I, yeah, amount of time? For a good month, actually. Yeah. But I did leave. Um, I did leave. I did just hide out in, in my house. I, <laughs> I actually flew on a plane and I just decided to come back because, you know, I needed to uh, get, get a real job. That's <laughs> You missed us. Yeah, well, yeah. Sure. Or you heard the last review and said, you gotta do this. <laughs> so, hey, do this hey, again. Hey, hey, if George Mastor is listening to this, I didn't say that, George. Somebody else did. Hey, George, I didn't me. even say that. I didn't say that. It wasn't even me. Oh, and then I didn't Nobody's pointing fingers. But, I said it. But I, but I did get a few messages from the people in this room. <laughs> so, I, about, mean, I, I message you every now and then on about, Instagram, man. About the about said review. So uh, again, I'm not saying names, but you know that he bit Jad. He said something. So what's the update, Chino? Have you found that regular adult no, I'm, I'm job? No, I'm working on a few. I'm working on a few things now. Nothing I can concretely announce yet. Yeah, but I'm working on a few like more passion projects, more things. Passion. Yeah, because I just I'm I'm having I'm in this weird sort of I'm turning. It's my birthday next week, so I'm in this weird sort of like. Looking for something to do, something passionate about, you know, something to do. Yeah. So, from a Chinese father's perspective, wala na namang kinikita. Yes, exactly. <laughs> very, very odd point. Very, very unbrand. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no surprises there. Well, what's you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we we have a lot to talk about this week on the podcast. Lots of news. Lot of, lots of development. Yes. Enough about me and my careerless life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have PWR Live Nice to talk about. So we're going to review that in a bit. But we'll start with WWE Talk first because we had Elimination Chamber over the weekend. And then right after that, you had Raw and SmackDown where NXT call-ups were all over both shows. Woo! Wait, wait, before NXT But it's not that big a woo. Yeah, I know. No, it's, it's, not, it's not a woo, it's woo, a woo, woo. It's, it's more of a woo. woo. What, a, what a day. A what a week. Willed. Yeah, no, no, it's a sigh. Yeah, it's a sigh. But before that, though, can you believe that ten days ago we we were not expecting Kofi Kingston to be a uh, yes championship contender, a bona fide star. Yeah, yes. Imagine what has happened. Uh, 
in those 10 days. Thank you, Mustafa Ali. Before, wow, thank you. No. Yeah, well, it's yeah. his spot. In it's a way, yeah. In a yeah, way, yeah. Way. Thank you for getting injured, really? Well, no. No, not thank you for getting injured. Thank you for giving him this spot. Okay. No, Mustafa Ali didn't give Kofi the spot. Kofi filled it in because Mustafa Ali got taken out by the injury. And look at the story we have now. Did you care this much about Kofi Kingston? I'm still paused from the show, huh, guys. Sorry, sorry about my voice. I'm trying here, but sorry, na ikaw nang double duty na first oh, wow. match of the night yes. and then last Woo! match of the night. Look at you. Look at you bookending book a show. End, yeah, bookending the show that, you, that is named after <laughs> your, your stable. Your group. Yeah. Oh. oh, now you don't want to be Kingston. Now you don't want it to be all about you, Camus. But, uh, but Kofi Kingston, did you care this much about him ten days? Exactly. Ago? No, I did not. We all thought that he was over the hill, pretty much. You know, right? no, you know I mind. mean. Steady hand. Did you think that he was going hand. to be a championship contender? I certainly didn't. No, I always thought along with Kofi, there's always been that glass ceiling. And you could say it's about race. You could say it's about uh, how he never really just got that character that would push him over the top, like a Daniel Bryan or an AJ Styles. Or you could say that uh, you know, he'd just been seen as such a dependable member of the New Day that uh, everyone had been comfortable with him in that role. Yeah, uh, we didn't know. It, also, we, he didn't have the opportunity to announce. Uh, said the upper mid card at the main event is pretty much stacked, and you Too have all these even. single stars filling in uh, whatever the roles are going to be. And now you have one spot open. It just so happens that the new day isn't doing anything because the Usos and uh, the best the besties are final. Yeah, McMiz yeah. are fighting over the tag team championships. So when it got down and everything fell into place, and then Kofi took the ball and ran with it. Yeah, uh, so, so good for Kofi Kingston. I'm really happy that he's in this spot. He's going to be main eventing fast lane most likely because he's challenging Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. And there is a sizable group of people online who want him to oh, yeah, be absolutely. the number one contender at WrestleMania oh. or the champion. No. Well, possibly, yeah. Uh, we we yeah, don't know. What, yeah, we don't know if uh, he's gonna win at Fastlane. We don't know if that's um, actually possible. But uh, you know, a lot of people are clamoring now. Kofi should be in that WWE Championship scene come WrestleMania. Also, what chemistry Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston have? Like that chamber match where at they were the just, end. at the end. At that the was end. just so. It was it was such an emotional roller coaster for me. I felt like. No, because yeah. like it's like you'd say a lot of people are going online and saying that this is like it's Santino all over again. It's not. Eh. It's not Santino. It's not Santino. You didn't forget about this guy, and just see him. It's like oh, nice of you to be here. It's like you look at Kofi and you forget how good yes. he is and can be. See, Big E tweeted something very uh, relevant. He said something that you you tend we tend to forget that the guy I exchange jokes with online can also go forty minutes. This was during the content match. Right, so you know, um, and also go forty minutes and can also pull off one hell of a show. So you you always disregard the fact that he's one hell of an athlete. Right? Sobrang gandaling ng nangyari with with Kofi, kasi nga he'd been forgotten for so long, yeah. and now he's in such a prominent spot. And uh, I wouldn't say forgotten, like in the mix. No, I, I would say he's pretty much forgotten, because as a single star, no one would imagine Kofi yes. Kingston mm-hmm. in this spot. No one would right. imagine Kofi getting an opportunity oh, at a he world title. He run. wouldn't have probably been. He wouldn't have been uh, uh, the guy. To get yeah, a few times the new day have actually been a tag team uh, on SmackDown. He was re- he was either uh, he was either not in the picture or he was either not participating in the match. Yeah, so, Chahan, if if we were gonna fill in uh, Mustafa Ali's spot, I would have given it to someone like Rusev or Nakamura or Andrade. Yeah, so or Ray. Yeah, or, or, or Ray. Ray. 
Uh, so yun sobrang nakagulat and it's it's nice to see as a story. It's great that it's happening to Kofi. And uh, crap, there's this one point I was gonna bring up. Na, it's not just nice. oh the, the fact that we actually believe that he was gonna win the chamber. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that was the most. That's the most important takeaway out of all of this is that at some point all of us felt like yes. oh my god he could actually yes. win. Chaha, it's not just that. I think that it's also amazing how. Uh, the WWE creative actually took the ball and pivoted with it because uh, for he could have just been int- uh, entered into the match and and not done anything with him, right? He could have just been uh, one an, just another guy, but they actually listened to the crowd and gave him that push, giving him that push that. Uh, nobody expected. So props to them also for for being agile enough to do that. Yeah, and listen to the crowd reaction at the very end of SmackDown when Shane McMahon names Kofi the number one contender at Fastlane. That that is a championship level pop right there. People were legitimately happy. People are really behind Kofi, and it, it's a testament to uh, how he's won everyone over in the last ten days. I mean, even if you were listening to the end of the chamber, it's like Nanya Bryan may have won the match, but. Kofi Kingston won the night and won hearts and Yeah, hearts. the fact that they cut to the new day helping Kofi Kingston out of the chamber speaks volumes about what he did for that match. Like even if he lost, even if the match, the pay per view ended, that's the one of the last things you see here. Remember saying that Big E and Xavier would turn on no, Kofi? No, 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 no. I, I knew it wasn't. I know. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, it was not you, the you time th- for it. You'd think I said about. How many... How, how jaded are you? It's just like, Very, obviously. It's, well, Mr. C, there's more about that in Chino's review later, isn't there? <laughs> yes. Okay. More on that later. More on that later. But across that, you have... You already put him into the main event. If you if you have them turn on him on a whim just to progress this storyline a little further, that's a bit much. Yeah, that's true. That, that is a bit much. And I'm glad that they didn't pull out the swerve for swerve's sake. And also, uh, uh, Kofi's involvement turned this uh, would-be routine chamber match into something special. Yes. Yes. You know, it's, uh, before we even found out about his participation, did were any of you excited? No, for no, this? absolutely not. Because, because also, everyone knew Brian was retaining. Yeah. You're going through the motion. It's like you're going through the motions, right? Before WrestleMania. Before exactly. WrestleMania. Like even if, even if, say for example, AJ wins or um, Joe uh, wins, Joe, and Joe wins, was the first one out. Joe was the first one out, right? If it was AJ or Joe, and then it's AJ Joe versus Daniel Bryan, just you switch the titles, you flip the, you do a double turn in the middle of the night. That's conceivable. Uh, speaking of AJ Joe and Bryan, that's actually one of the original plans heading into WrestleMania. But now uh, the rumors have it that there is still no definite plan for Daniel Bryan's challenger at WrestleMania. But uh, it's gonna that? be, it's gonna be Bryan. Yeah, uh, the rumors say that it's probably going to be a, a returning superstar, someone who's not active on the blue brand right now. So it could probably be Kevin Owens. No, no. It could probably be KO, especially with the way they've been portraying him as an everyman. Oh, that's actually that works. That, that works. But it, it doesn't scream. It doesn't scream WrestleMania though. Yeah, no, I was gonna say. So when Cena's next movie up? What's he got to promote? Nothing, he nothing actually yet. did the... He was in the Jackie Chan movie, right? What Jackie Chan? He's the Jackie yeah, there Chan is a movie. Jackie Chan movie yes, starring John, John Cena. Yeah. This is the one... That's why, why he was in China for a yeah. while. That's why he had that... He's, that's, that's why, why he had, he had the, the long fist, hair. The, 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 the fi- yeah. fist of doom okay, yeah. finish. Yeah. So the question is, when's that coming no, out? Not, not, not in time for Mania. If it lines up just just about, because... So you buy it. possible contenders given yung... 
rumor that it's probably a returning superstar. It's either Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn or Bray Wyatt. Oh, oh my God, Sami Zayn! There is still a Bray Wyatt. Uh, but, in the Wyatt would actually be interesting because now that Daniel Bryan has Rowan and there are rumors that they're saying that he's going to form a new, Wyatt, a new Wyatt club, Wyatt stable... Wouldn't break. Wouldn't whatever you want to call it. The fact of the matter is, yeah, it's, it's, inter- it's interesting to have Dial Bryan be the new head of the Wyatts and have him face Bray. And you know what? I said the exact same thing when this shit started. When okay. he first came out, yeah. Okay. Cult leader. Okay. Yeah. Cult leader. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Eco terrorist. I want this eco terrorist oh, cult leader. Yeah. So, really so those are the rumors right now about the WrestleMania picture. Obviously, all of that is up in the air. I know why it has Harper in it. <laughs> yes. That'll be fun. Yes, that's the that that actually be fun. That's fun. Be fun. Yeah. It's like I have a bludgeon, you have a bludgeon. Who's bludgeon is better? Who gets brawn? Who gets brawn? My thing lang with all of this is for the WWE Championship picture, parang ang, ang short change naman kapag four week program lang heading into WrestleMania. Like, I would have wanted something to. Already have steam building up as early as now. Well, heading into mania, the women's division has the steam. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, of course, that's that's, the, that's the main event. I think I think we can all agree that that's the main event. I'm just saying that if you're talking about the WWE Championship, since you know, must active world title right now, you might as well start building it up right now. Which is why a lot of people believe that Sana si Kofi Kingston na lang yung, yung uh, number one contender or champion heading into mania 35. Right, so um, other things that happened in the chamber, of course, uh, Camus mentioned the women, Sasha and Bailey, are your inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Which is a great thing, by the way. Is it really a great thing, though? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. like, wouldn't you rather have had an established team like the Iconics or huh? the Riot are Squad? They not are they not established for Horsewomen? Okay, I, I kind of... Flash the sign. Flash the sign. I've had that Boss and Hog Connection t-shirt before, out for a while. Yeah, before they even... Yeah, but I kind of agree with your take ni uh, Joe Frisarapi, our, our Raw reviewer on Smart Henry, na it was such a weird and convoluted way to get them there. Na pinag-away mo sila, you had so many oh, yeah. questions about their loyalty no, yeah, to one another. Yeah, nobody's disregarding the fact that it was convoluted, but was it effective? I, I would agree. So are they any less of a team just because they had fights? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I appreciate the continuity stuff like how Corey would keep mentioning, oh, just last year, Sasha pushed Bailey off the top yeah, of the pod. sure. Blah, blah, blah. It's just that I, I thought it was very unnecessary how they had to go through Dr. Shelby, how they had to go through couples therapy and all that, all that stuff. You, for it you to have not to have a payout. You have to understand that this was pre-raw ratings dive. You know? oh, they were working their way to the ratings dive when all of this was happening. So maybe they had a change of heart after the ratings dive. Maybe they they found something in them to put Sasha and Bailey over as champions. So, uh, have you never had a, a friendship that was stressful and toxic and then suddenly the both of you just matured, grew up, and then worked your issues out? Oh, pretty sure that that applies to like, everybody. Oh, exactly. Like, so how does that make uh, Sasha and Bailey any less of a team? It's just not as satisfying to me. Like I, okay. you know, I, I just would have wanted it to go to an established team. But no, to me, uh, the fact that they are friends and the feud implies that they have had a friendship in history tells me that they're an established team. I guess. Uh, it's... it's it, it's just as uh, it, it gives me the same vibes that Gargano and Champa give me right now on oh. the main roster. Now, Do you not yes, like it? Uh, that's the thing. Are they, they not, not like? Are it? they not an established team? Just are you not have... sports entertained? Yes, I, I think they are an established oh. team. Yes, I think it's it's a very complex and layered situation. I just have very mixed feelings about it. Okay. I, I'm just not as 
rah-rah about it as you guys are. Because you don't like the shades of gray. No, I like the shades of gray. I've gone on record on the podcast to say that I enjoy shades of gray. I'm just saying that it was such a long and winding road to get here, and I didn't appreciate how sa haba haba no precision sa simbahan lang din yung bagsak. Okay. He has a point. He has a point. Now it's if you go the straight line route, if you go the straight line route of just letting them be, that's probably what would in your head make lo- logical sense. Yeah, but. This is wrestling we're talking about. Also, I feel like the long way around is a lot more satisfying for me. Just at because, the end. yeah, yeah. And the end. end doesn't. And this them, is not the end. It also doesn't make them any less established, just because they haven't been tagging as long as the other teams. <sighs> okay, I, I guess we can uh, agree to disagree on this one. Uh, other things that happened in the chamber: Ruby Riot got a very, Jeez. got a very, Jeez. very bad. Uh, bad, bad, bad match. What, but the next night, uh, next next night. Yeah, what we got on Raw Sunday lang eh. You know, looking at the chamber, uh, at least with Ruby Wright and Ronda Rousey, you had that really quick squash and then it became about Becky and Charlotte and Ronda again. Especially yeah. when Becky came out and did the whole beatdown thing. You were asking me this off-air, uh, off what I thought about it. And I told you at the time na, okay lang, I thought it was funny to see Becky uh, beat up Charlotte and Ronda with a crutch. Okay, and then now... I still think it's funny. I don't think it was like entirely wise. I don't think that it was the most inspired bit of storytelling. <laughs> it wasn't very effective. Yeah. As a, as a segment, I feel like. It was like a waste of, of good time that could have possibly <laughs> gone to Ruby Riot. I also don't know what's going on with the injury. If it's real, one, why are they, uh, why are they risking Becky by having her come out there and doing that? And two, if it's not real, why do you risk Becky looking looking a little silly by crawling the way she did into the yes. ring and trying to beat someone up while limping? The funniest part was after she beat Charlotte up with the broken crutch, she still tried to use it like a regular crutch and used that same crutch to beat. Which is now obviously broken. Now, it's, now it was really broken. So it was like... What's the point, Becky? <laughs> Actually, so with the whole with, with the whole Stone Cold thing, naginagawa ni Becky yun, it's beginning to uh, be nakakaumay for me. And I say this in the sense na, okay, suspended ka, so technically you've got nothing to lose, so you're doing this, but you can still get fired, and then you'll have your career to lose. So logically, yeah, I don't exactly. see the point anymore. I don't see yeah how how exactly were they planning to bring <laughs> Becky back into the match by intimidating everyone uh, involved in the decision making? Because even Daniel Bryan wasn't like that. Yeah, he tried to hijack Raw, but it's not like he did things that would warrant him getting arrested. Uh-oh. So I'm beginning to feel like. Uh, it, it's no longer as good of a move to to book Becky this way or to write Becky this way. I'm starting to feel like they've um, Becky Lynch went from being super underrated as this new the bad character to almost being a little bit overrated. To no fault of her own. To no, yeah, I'm not blaming her. I'm, I'm You're just saying the booking, the, yeah, the booking is just it's it was a horrible use of her as a character and as a talent. And I wish actually they could have done a lot more things. Yeah, uh, I, I I feel the same way, and I think that's also why I'm kind of relieved we didn't see Becky on Raw and SmackDown this week. Put in a man. Does that mean she's really injured now? I don't know. I think they're just uh, keeping her on the bench for now, which I think is the good and smart move. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to get oversaturated then, especially because Sila and Charlotte are the only ones who are really floating between both rosters right now. But what if they are? What if she is injured? That that may explain why. You know. 
Well, obviously the the Charlotte move was made to to get her back in and uh, and make her a bigger baby face. But what if it was because she was injured as well? If she's injured, keep her off TV muna. Matagal pa naman yung mania. It's another seven, six weeks for yeah, her. Yeah, seven okay. weeks according to uh, the chamber. 48 days. Yes. Yeah, so if if you have this much time, then I think you can afford to sit her out for a couple of weeks. Okay. It's like what they're doing with Rollins now. They kept him off the pay-per-view, oh, yeah, that's right? True. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they wanted to keep him as fresh as possible. Mm-hmm. So the same for Becky. And again, it's a, it, it was a great decision on their part because it goes to show na kaya naman natin eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can do it, without yeah, uh, we've survived without John Cena yeah. on a show for this long. We can do without Rollins. We can yeah. do without Reigns. I mean, they still did the Shield bomb. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for whatever that's worth. Right, but I mean, the the, the, this was bomb. this is actually as I was watching the chamber. This was actually the first pay per view I've seen where not a single Shield member was on it. Oh, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, in a was, while, right? In a while, that's very crazy. good point. A few years at least. A Shield about, show. About, Ever since the inception of the shield, yeah, right. At, at least a few years, not one shield-related incident. Or I match. saw. I saw. Actually, I actually saw that on Reddit all of a sudden. And you read somebody actually went through the effort of listing everyone's appearance. Mm. At least one. So when was the last time no walang shield member na kabo? Since their debut. Oh shit! See, see, that's been a that's, while. And that's November 2012. <laughs> and you think about that? Oh, it's it's like that's so long ago. No, dude, that's. That's an entire career worth. Yes. Some people's careers last Six that years? long. Yeah, Neville's come and gone. Enzo Mori has come and gone. Daniel Bryan was injured and then came back. That's yeah. how long ago it was. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. All right. Stats um, you didn't know you needed. Yes, <laughs> vital information for your everyday life. All right. Uh, Raw and SmackDown also had a lot of big surprises. So before we get to the NXT call-ups, we'd be remiss if Oof. we did not bring up the Hall of Fame announcement. Oh, yeah. Oof. And that is the fact that D-Generation X is your headliner for the class of 2019. Break it down! <laughs> I just had to say in, in all reality, this is the only way they were going to get China. Yeah, yes. No, I, yeah. I, it's a good... I feel like it's a compromise, sure. But at least China gets in. What think it's, in what think it's not like uh, just Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they included China and Billy Gunn and yeah, they Xbox. Got, they got and what about Rick Rude, though? Rick Rude! Rick Rude! Rick Rude. <laughs> X is now yeah. a Hall of Famer. You also yep. forget that. No, no, okay, no, okay. okay. So, so let's talk about X Pac and, and China and DX as a whole. First, X Pac. I think he still he still deserves it on yeah, his own on, because yeah. of what he did as a light heavyweight. Okay, as yeah, a yeah. one two three kid. As the yeah. one two three kid, exactly. Yeah, so that alone should have gotten him in. Yeah, uh, you, you know, you can talk point. about his porn career. You can talk about porn his career. struggles with drugs and all that, and his failed relationship with China. But the fact of the matter is, X Pac did pave the way for a lot of the cruiserweights that we enjoy today. Uh, he did. Yeah, in the Yay. mainstream. In the mainstream, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, you have that. Then you have China. Uh, you know, goes without saying. As problematic that. as that was. Um, I, it, it's nice to know that in a way Triple H and Stephanie are kind of eating their words and they said years ago nah, by inducting China uh, you set a bad example yes. for young girls everywhere yes, but you know no 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 okay wait seriously did you think that that's how they felt I don't know I, at the, at the I, mean, I, I don't think that that's how that Stephanie was, and, and that was the Triple fucking H PR yes the way exactly. that it was written is a PR move. yes I'm pretty sure Triple H fought as hard as he could to put China in I, I would confidently say that because they have such a close relationship even off screen remember Triple H was the guy who brought China to uh, WWE yeah, in the first place right that's, a, that's how they met it is a bodybuilding thing it's like it's like if if he didn't care about her you think he wouldn't have you know punctuated 
the introductions because he did a rundown. He did a rundown during the during Raw. And it's in the same promo where he was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you're getting NXT call ups today." <laughs> Eighth wonder of the world, China. Yeah, and he former that, intercontinental, former intercontinental champion, champion China. China. He said those words, and it's like probably that's off script. But what the fuck? He's the guy who pays. Oh, yeah, he's, 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 he's allowed of, to do that. He's and he already got the chain. move. Yeah, and I, I'm move. pretty sure he had the self-awareness naman to know that that's what people really wanted for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But zooming out of uh, this, this talk about DX and the Hall of Fame, it, uh, it, it, this is a question I wanted to bring up because in another chat group with other wrestling fans locally, uh, a very young fan bro- uh, brought up this question. Game changer, but talaga yung DX. Oh fuck yeah! Yes, of course. Everyone was doing suck it. Oh my god, crotch, crotch chops. chops. For, for the longest time in high school, yeah, 2004. Right? Grade school, high they school. They called grade me the school suck, grade school the, the high school ko, fine, but they, they called me the suck it kid for like the longest time. That's how, why? Because I kept doing it in front of teachers. Oh, that's why. That's why. I, I, was, like, I was like, ah, okay. Oh, because why? Is, why could this guy be called the suck it kid? I didn't know that. It, I didn't understand what suck it actually meant. You didn't understand Felicia at the time. Yeah, nobody, nobody did. Who did? did right? Nobody adults. Knows. Did. Adults. Did. No. No, we did not know at the no, time. No, the adults oh, knew. The adults we knew. didn't know. Yes, but, us, but as a child, yeah, we didn't know as a child, that we, suck it meant that. Right? We had no idea what was being sucked. Yeah. Okay. Full disclosure: three of the four of us here in this room all went to all boys schools. So you could guess name sophomoric humor of DX, the original uh, DX, original run DX. Yeah, original run of DX was more was was more visible and was more around us, right? as opposed to Ro who went to a co-ed school. What was that supposed to mean? No, no, like, I, I was like, yeah. What, what is the what is the point? No, <laughs> the point is that I, I was around. Not... No, no, I was around suck it and crotch shops even yeah. before I got into wrestling. Because yeah, so was I. We were talking about it. Ah, okay. Ah, no, 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 He's not saying anything against the females in your school. Yeah, what yeah. he's saying is just that you could just say suck it and then everyone gets it. Somebody should issue a trigger warning before we Dude, it's like it's like <laughs> chill. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. Okay, guys. So so you we didn't know it was about, yeah, about dicks. I I I just knew that people liked saying suck it. And I just did, knew the X was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Even before they, they turned it into an X, diba? Yeah, right? Exactly. The crotch. Before yeah, it became yeah, the April boy. It was, uh, no, it was pointing to the, to the crotch. Yes. Right? It, wasn't it like a sports thing too? Like in the NBA, I remember seeing yeah, everyone did, the, everyone did the, it. The everyone did it. Shop. Yeah, yeah, before it became the big balls dance, yeah. I think some, some players would actually do the suck it. Yeah. So, you and know, most oh. recently, Bo Belga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good I, good um, I, I'm not sure if you remember this, Camus, but in Saber, we used to have this uh, version of Jack and Poi, Pero yes, Wrestling. Yes, yes. So, when you get Jack and Poi, you get to pull yeah, off a move. Pull suck it. And, yeah, <laughs> you, have, you either yep. perform a taunt or a suck it, or you go straight to the pedigree, and then you try to go for a one, two, three. Yeah. So... <laughs> So those are the types of games that we played, and this is way before I became a wrestling fan. So like, garon ka deep yung cultural relevance of DX, if you want to call it that. I don't see how that has to do with being co-ed, but anyway, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, DX. Unless, unless you pedigree the female in your school, <laughs> it's like it's like if you think about it, what is the long like what is the most significant merch moving group? Right now, group? No, 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 no ever, ever, ever. Is it the NWO? Probably. Probably. No, probably in their short in their short point. No, in their short in their short run in their short run. No, I would say it's the DX. Bullet Club. No, no, but in history. In history. In history. Because the amount of times that DX has come back for the reunion tour after reunion tour after special release shirt. 
How much money has that actually made? Probably in the millions right now. I right? can honestly say I have at least three DX shirts at home <laughs> right now. Yeah, I have three. at least two. Right? Then I got I, one. I, I have the original one. Bridge. I have the world's largest member. <laughs> and then I have one that's like a, some 90s ripoff from somewhere. Yeah, so I think it goes without saying that no matter which iteration of DX you first came across or that you're f- most familiar with, DX was an absolute game changer. Um, and you know, even if you came in uh, DX Army days yes. or OG DX or Triple H and Shawn Michaels lang na DX, or the version where Xbox and Kane were a thing. Yeah, the, uh, there's that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I concretely remember that because like I really liked Kane for a while, and I was like, oh, he's talking now. Didn't we all? <laughs> Did we think it was cool? For a while, and yeah. then he starts then he talking. Then talking, right? And then it's like, suck it. <laughs> and it, it's appropriate that the their voice is also shot. The, with, the, the, with, the voice, yeah. with the voice changer. The voice box. The, ro- the robo voice. Which, which, which begs the question, why isn't Kane a double inductee? <laughs> <laughs> because he's not part of the Yeah, <laughs> and he's not part of the Hall of Fame yet. So, you know. Oh, no, he should no, be. because though. he should be. He should be. Well, he's yeah, not he officially retired. But he could. But he? I mean, he can't really come back. Can anytime, he? Yeah, yeah that's he's a mayor now. In the, right? in the next, in the next three years, did he just wrestle last year as part of Team Hell No? Diba? He had that yeah, that was, quick that was last, year, last, year, last year before he was officially mayor. No, I think they wait for you to to officially call it quits, like what they did with Mark Henry. Oh, okay, fine. So, it's so like, that's why Undertaker is still in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, about that. Did that's you... why Undertaker is booked for Star or something. Star, Starcast. 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 Jesus. Thank you. Okay, it's not just... Okay, that, that, that thing... I realized you didn't talk about that last week. Yeah, no, we no, no, we did not. So, because it broke... That's blowing my mind right now. Okay. That The Undertaker is now Mark Calloway, in quotations, uh, Mark The Undertaker appearing at Starcast. He's the one guy that you thought would be WWE lifer forever. I'm not doing other things. Okay, and yet, Chris, Chris Jericho brought that up. He's like, hey, you want some money? How much are you going to charge for an autograph and a photo? 25000 an hour. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I mean, How uh, old is this man? In, Shoem- in Shoemaker's podcast, he brought up the same point. It's ridiculous that he's charging this much for like a single appearance. But and people are for one hour. For, for one, one hour. hour of his time, and right? And people are going to pay. Right? Exactly. That's the thing. Because now that he's outside the WWE bubble, technically he is at this point. Who is he, man? Right, like I mean, he's Mark Calloway. Yes, Mark Calloway. <laughs> there's like there, there was a point that he uh, David Schumacher also brought up where he said that I'm sure there's some Saudi prince somewhere who's gonna <laughs> drop who's gonna drop two billion. What's <laughs> though? They, 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 they did. How much? Okay, think about <sighs> For it. For Crown Jewel, how many how many appearances has the motherfucker had in the past two years? He did the Rumble. And a handful. He did the Rumble. He did Cena at, at Mania. Then the Crown Jewel. The Crown Jewel. Well, Crown Jewel, and then he did. He did GRR. You know, yeah, he, he did, did GRR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, GRR and Crown Jewel. GRR, Crown Jewel. And then Did now he do this. Super, uh, Super Showdown? Was he Super Showdown? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, was, uh, Super Showdown, Australia. Yeah. So it's like six appearances in the past two years. How much bank you making? And then Chris Jericho's like, hey, guess what? Tony Khan can give you all that money for an hour of your time. <laughs> what? I don't think he's officially done, though. Yeah, but technically he's freelance. Oh yeah, obviously. He's I mean, not that. We know he's not that. Yeah, I mean, he's the Undertaker. I think he's at a point in his career where he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. no, he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. He just never thought he'd do it outside the WWE. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. the thing. Uh, that's what you know, that's what you get when you are a game changer, uh, just like DX. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're tight back. Nice one, Stan. All right. Uh, let's talk about the NXT call-ups <laughs> before we get to the PWR review. How okay. awkward was it for you to find out that... That these guys... That these guys, six of my favorite wrestlers... Four, four lang. Four lang. I don't know. Smackdown. Velveteen and Adam Cole. Wait, I didn't see this. I, no, I they were advertised today. They were advertised to come out. That they're gonna come. Okay. Right, the call-up call has been... The call-up has been announced. Alright. So oh, now your grand see. total is at six. Running it down, Gargano, Champa, Ricochet... Alistair Black. Alistair Black and the two aforementioned talents. And this is without... Without hype. No, 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 no. Without even the first batch of guys called up yes. this year doing anything yes. substantial. You yet. still have Sanity. EC3. You still have Nikki Cross. You still have Lacey Evans. Lacey who just, Evans who just, show, who just oh, shows God. up out of nowhere for some reason now. And who, show, who shows up at the show at the pay-per-view yeah. and then does nothing. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, she just walked down the ramp. I, you know, she could have made some I was actually watching it uh, and then I was on my phone when she came out. I'm like, oh, okay, she's she's gonna face somebody, right? But when I turned back to my screen, what well, I So I thought I got a bad copy. <laughs> a bad copy. Bad copy. Green Hills in two thousand. Yeah, right. So I thought I got a bad torrent. I, I download. <laughs> I don't, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't want to pay. For you should be. The you don't want to You should be ashamed. I don't have a credit card. He also doesn't have a job. Okay. I don't have a credit card. Anyway. That? That's why I download. Wow, my voice got worse. So, so yeah, yeah. That's what you get when you shout into the mic. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. So the thing is, I think somewhere, someone along the way, uh, somewhere along the way, someone realized that, okay, these six guys that we're calling up right after Elimination Chamber, one month after we called up the original guys, have been the guys who should have called up this entire time. 50 days before Mania. Diba? I think it was a bad move. Um, as much as I love all it of these guys, good. as much as I love the matches they've all put on, Revival, DIY on Raw, uh, DIY The Bar on SmackDown, Andrade and uh, Alistair Black, Black on SmackDown, you know, I, I enjoy these matches, but in the long term, in the bigger picture, I don't think these were good moves at all. Yeah, uh, some, clearly someone is panicking somewhere. <laughs> but over what? Nobody knows. AEW? Ratings. Ratings? Ratings? Ratings are, yeah. AEW is another big no, thing. No, no, not the no, one. I, I, know, no, I know what it was. I know what it was. Market share. They were yeah, no, market, market share. share. AEW. No, no, but very clearly, market share and attention, share of voice. Because but you right don't now, need that when you're coming off the chamber, when you're coming uh, off a Kofi Kingston performance that was so inspired that, you know, it captured see, everyone's No, no, no. It's not that. I think it's more of people uh, who want to jump ship and then possibly opening up other slots. Yeah, I remember because there was news a while back, um, a while, while back, where people were asking for their releases and WWE just kept denying them, right? So mm-hmm. this could have possibly have something to do Siguro with it. Siguro parang inisip okay, if you're gonna go, uh, we'll just call up these other guys. Yeah. And actually, that's what they should be doing. Yeah, they have all that's that That's what they talent. should have been doing. Because there are the all these year. other guys who aren't being utilized properly. No, know? but then again... You could also make the argument that these six guys on NXT are very high, heavy mileage on NXT. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you take all of them out now, the EC3 and company, who's left on NXT? That's true. 
I mean, sure, you have Bugenhagen, who everyone likes after Bugenhagen. one appearance. I still don't understand that person. <laughs> but, it, but it's one appearance. Like, who is your main eventer if you're going to take out Ciampa, uh, Dream, Remember, and Gargano, Remember, and Ricochet Ciampa, right now? Ciampa and Gargano still have the belts on them. Oh, my, exactly. They still have the belts on them, thing. so they still have to drop that before they actually do full-time. Okay, so this is probably going to count as a spoiler for for NXT, but they done, taped, done, done. Yeah, they take two different versions of the Dream and Gargano match. Oh, which we are going to see tomorrow because we're recording this on nah, Wednesday nah, nah. night. I wonder how awkward that is going to be. That was for the crowd. Both finishes, you mean? They yes, both yes. Finishes. So there was one uh, one taping where Dream wins. And another where you're going to Choose your own adventure. Choose your own timeline. I need an actual wrestling company to do that. <laughs> Para that time, we can all show. Yeah, we can all live out our armchair booking fantasies. Yeah, fucking everybody's just everybody just keeps quiet online for like a good day and a half. Yeah. May Young gives birth to a hand. Mark Henry, what do you do? <laughs> so um, okay, um, I have no idea where uh, where this is ultimately gonna go. I really wish they could have saved this for Raw after Mania and SmackDown after Mania. Maybe that was the plan. Maybe that yeah, was the so plan, but someone they jumped, they jumped the guard. Yeah, it's like, right, but, but right now, right now, fi- less than 50 days before Mania, where are you slotting those guys? Yeah, very good point. That's 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 my biggest uh, concern. Andre the Giant Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, You're actually not wrong. So now, so, now, so now there have to be stocks, uh, stakes, stakes for the armbar. But there have never these... been stakes for the armbar. Yeah, really, there have never been any stakes. Okay, but where's Mojo Rawley now? Yeah, exactly. Where is Baron Corbin now? Baron Corbin. Well, Baron Corbin is at least uh, well, he's a forward something, but Mojo Rawley. <laughs> oh, where's the Big Show now? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Big Show is at least a hall. Big of Show, fame. Big Show is Big there show over thing. over December. No, but you can also argue Big Show never needed to win the battle <laughs> yeah, exactly. to begin with. Um, so actually, yeah, where is Big Show? He was like he was with the bar, uh, being a brand ambassador. Comes. Maybe this is just Nexus Two K Nineteen. I was gonna bring that up. Like, what if these not. guys band together and be Team NXT? In which case, for me, it doesn't it make, make sense because a lot of your main roster guys are also NXT alumni. Yeah. But if they still go back down to NXT, ah, so para uh, just just alternating time between the two. Yeah, that 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 could work. That That's... could work if, if because if if you're gonna get let Ricochet be on Raw, NXT, and evolve in the span of thirty days. Why can't you let him be on NXT for tapings once a month and on Damn, the road? Ricochet isn't even getting any younger. He's like, what, he's 35 No, now? he's 30. He's 30. 30. He's 30. You can see him on his tights. He's established 1988. <laughs> <laughs> yes, old man. I, I, I take back my previous Yes, old man. No, he, he is younger than you. No, but he's not getting any younger is what I'm saying. Okay. Four, four Gino, you know, much more. It's not four fucking... Promotion? Wait, wait, wait. I, wait, wait. I've technically seen this guy perform. Uh, the first time I saw Ricochet on Evolve was like he was 22 or something. Yeah. He said that he was, he's been doing this for 15 years now. Yeah. So yeah. Even if he's 30. Are we talking about mileage or are we talking mileage, about. Mileage, mileage. It's time. I know. I mean, mileage. Okay. I mean, how much. How many more flips can he do? A in lot. Between four promotions. You see, you see, this, guy, you see this guy work out, dude? You see, you see how he squats. See, see that? I don't know. I'm, I'm okay. pretty sure he's not going to be Derrick Rose. He outsquats. He outsquats Moose. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's saying something. He well, he's also a genetic freak. Yeah. Well, that's also true. Yeah. So 
There. Uh, let us know what you think about the NXT call-ups because uh, I think it's a mixed bag. Um, but they're not damaged goods. No, no, no. Not not that's now they will be. <laughs> that's the thing. Right now, they're not damaged goods because they're, we're in the wait and see time. They're pretty much on their way there. Yeah, because pretty much every other NXT call-up became damaged goods unless yeah. you're Seth Rollins. Or Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah, and Becky Lynch also Becky had Lynch a damaged goods. Oh, oh, Becky Lynch took a while. Remember, took even a while. Seth had damaged goods face. Seth had damaged good face. Actually, I mean, Finn Balor Finn, you know, Finn, Finn is under the thumb of Vince McMahon you definitely had a damaged goods face yeah well so so there let us know uh, hit us up on Twitter at the SGP podcast at underscore Stancy at Rose War at Caveman Camus and at Chino Supersized and now we're gonna get to our review of PWR Live Nice what's up guys this is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. Before we get to this week's review of PWR Live Nice on the podcast, we got to give a shout-out to a very special friend of the podcast, of PWR, and of the viewing party community. Shout-out to Benj Ilagan, who just got uh, hitched last week. Hey, congratulations. On was there. This is what's part of the... Partly contributing to my paosness. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So if you remember... I was crying a lot at the wedding. <laughs> oh. you, I'm, not, no, I'm not even joking. Like... Okay. Like I was asked to do um, prayers of the faithful. Okay. No, no prayers, prayers of, the faithful. of the faithful. Prayers of the faithful. And habang you habang cried during prayers of the faithful. Oh, 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 a little bit. Faithful? A little bit. I I, I cried just enough. Na para magka single tear. Tapos na huli ng photographer. The Lord. Lord. <laughs> Lord, hear our prayer. <laughs> man, no, no, but remember though, uh, remember when you could buy PWR tickets to Wingman uh, Collective, a uh, rest in peace, by the way. Uh, Benj is a big reason for that. And not just that, I mean, like, we did have one of the first NXT viewing yes, parties. Yes, that's true, at Wingman, at Wingman Town. The Nakamura also rest in peace. Wingman, also rest in peace, yes. Wingman has also been a great supporter to the stand-up community. Hey, yeah. and, that's, and that's also thanks to, yeah. that's also thanks to Benj. Yeah, yeah so, so congratulations, Benj. That's Benj. Alright, now let's get to talking about PWR Live Nice. It is the second PWR Live event of the year and China's first for 2019. Hey. So, hey. having come back from San Francisco, what were your expectations heading into PWR Live Nice? You know, guys, as somebody who's seen NXT Live, I know! I know, As somebody who's seen, as somebody who went to the G1 special, as somebody who went to the G1 special, for seriously, though. Make credentials, make I, I was excited for this to be my first uh, PWR show of 2019 because, number one, I missed the first show. Yes, you did. Uh, New Year's resolution happened and I was on a plane back home. That's yeah, awesome. You were on a happened. jet plane. And on the uh, second note, uh, the fact that this was named after uh, uh, some good friends, the Naughty Boys, yeah. Yeah, and, and Evan Carlo and Camus over here, this was... It was a special pay-per-view because I don't really remember when the last time a pay-per-view was named after a group. Actually, I don't think... I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think it's ever Not happened. even the Royal Flush got really? that honor. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Respeto, which was a shout-out to Redrick Mahaba and Rafi Mabayashi. But it was a Re-5... Re-5 Peto. Re-5 Peto. <laughs> yeah, it, it worked several ways. Season like, five. Nice was really the only one talagang it was about yeah, like, the stable. They were on the poster. It's literally just them on the poster. It's kind of like yung mga In Your House dati. Na it, it used to be named after yes. DX, or, yeah. or to bring it back to the PS1 names, uh, Smackdown Shut Your Mouth. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Or so, Smackdown in general. Which is, yeah, which is, so good for you, Camus, for having yourself on a poster in which you're not lying on the ground. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he has. Yeah, I mean, Kingdom Come poster. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember like, that. I'm just like, 
I remember that. So funny. All right. Okay. So th- those are your expectations. What um, did you did your expectations get met? Were they exceeded or did they fall short? I felt like all in in total, I felt like the show uh, met my expectations um, and surprised me a little bit. Oh, and when we can my exceeding, so. my exceeding. I, it it did. You know, um, it it met my expectations. I mean, one of the things I always look forward to in the PWR show is is how can they surprise you because you I've always seen the PWR shows I've always been at PWR shows no you haven't you weren't here last well, month well <laughs> for the most part Romer, 90% of the time is you know, most I, of the time I, 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 you know but what I'm trying to say is I'm always looking for things that get surprised okay sure. alright and you know unfortunately let's just get it out there you miss the first three yes. matches. Uh, yes, because of certain uh, familial duties. A.K.A. Subabayke Daddy. I had to miss uh, a good first part. Yeah, so he wasn't able to catch Camus versus uh, Revo Ranger, El Guapo versus Tutan, and the first show, uh, the first match on the main show, which AB3 was ABC versus, versus Super Nintendo. Can I just say, I didn't know that it was possible to be ha- more handsome than Chris Panzer. Yes, apparently <laughs> Let me ask you this. Does El Guapo remind you of TJP as well? Because like when, I, when I first that. saw him in the locker room, I was like, oh, TJP. Oh, I never got that. TJP, pero mas matindi yung abs. Ah, true. Actually, ah. Oh, oh. Nabulag ako sa abs. Eh. So Here, here's the thing. TJP. Once the gifs come out, once the gifs come out, you'll see how great Guapo and Tutan were in the ring together. And oh, I, I have no doubt. Tutan, I feel like, is a hard worker in the ring. Oh, so. okay. A hard worker. Hard. Mm, yeah. More ways than one. Very hard worker. And, and Guapo has that pedigree he can mm. fall back on. So, mm-hmm. even if I don't see it, I can only assume that the great things happen. At the same time, it's like AB3 and Nintendo did look like they had fun out there. That For un- until a very scary spot on the I, I don't I don't doubt that. Both of those guys are insane, so... Yes. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. Alright, so given the matches that you missed, the first one that you were actually there for was uh, MSG versus the Kakai Bros. Yes, this is actually one of the surprises I was talking about. Ah, okay. Interesting. Uh, comedic timing is such a hard thing to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that somebody, like a, a non-comedian like Marky, was able to narrow it down so perfectly. Um, he retorted with a song. He basically just quoted uh, a song. Whitney Houston. With, with, with the Houston. Word per word, and everybody just bought into it. And ang ganda. And I, I remember the New Year's resolution. I remember I was just laughing, and he was asking me after the show ended what I thought about it and what he could do to improve. And I just told him that it was actually perfect as is. Because he, that's the thing with comedic timing. You don't really think about it. It just happens. And I feel like he has it down perfectly. What what about uh, if he keeps doing it like the same exact shtick, quoting Whitney he, Houston the, every month? No, he didn't even quoting Whitney Houston. There, like, did he quote Whitney Houston in the last show? Yeah, he yeah, did. Okay, so he could he can actually try and add more uh, songs maybe to his repertoire. He didn't need to add Richard Marks. Yeah, the man. Like there is a lot of ways that you can play with it because he has the timing down, mm-hmm. so he can take he can afford to take more risk uh, with putting up promos. Especially if he has to go up against guys who can do actual promos, proper promos, like uh, Mr. C here. Mm-hmm. To my right. Now, again, the surprise that I got from this match was I like how when promos are concerned, you question whether or not the guy speaking is a heel or a face. Uh-huh. Like, I like uh-huh. things that make 
that make you ponder. All right, what about it uh, is appealing to you? I, I, because it makes you question. Because you were uh, berating the audience for the most part, yeah. right? For supporting the Kakai Bros yep. and what they were doing. But at the same time, you were raising some valid points. Like people were keeping poor people poor for a reason, etc., etc. And you think about it and you realize, is Mr. C really the bad guy here? <laughs> like, I agree with what he's saying, but he's also getting mad at me. for, for, for So what was really at fault here? And that's really, I feel like that's really a good turn. You know, we see it with and sa the all ulo, but we see it with Daniel Bryan now, where he talks about how people are destroying the earth. Yep. And we saw it last Sunday when Mr. C was talking about labor laws. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I I I, I just have to say it was so good. I like that part. Now, I'd like to think that I've been attending the Daniel Bryan School of Heel promos. Again, maybe disclaimer ako before ako nag-review. Sabi ko, oh, hindi ko pinapalaki yung ulo ni Stan. <laughs> no, 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 that's really what I've been uh, studying. Ah, okay. So, in, in lang. Kasi uh, diba, it takes, it, it makes you think, eh, instead of just, instead of just announcing information, you're also <laughs> processing this whole thing na, who is really the bad guy here, right? I mean, so who was the bad guy for you? <laughs> I still don't know, and I love it. I still don't know, and I love it. Like we, so if Stan is the bad guy, does it mean the Kaka Bros are good? And if the Kaka Bros are good, does that mean Stan is bad? I don't know, but I, I, I just love that. More movie. on that later. I'll get. Yeah. But that are one. you saying then that you're actually learning something from wrestling? Yes. <laughs> I was. I'm learning that it's more than. And it, yeah, it has actually presented as like yeah, you can true. do more with the oh, finally right with, with the with the art form. Can you please show clips like this to our parents, people who have told us over the years na exactly. right. stand, stand. You know that bit that's gonna be the preview for this show. <laughs> I taped it, so this is gonna be great, man. So continue. Most of you might have already seen that bit. All right. Okay. Okay. So um, let's talk about the match itself. Uh, you know, main Max and Sandata wait, wait, came before, out with Wait, wait, before we get to that though, mm. how do you feel about the Tikoy and the Ampao? Oh, <laughs> see, see, this is the thing. I didn't really see the Tikoy and the Ampao. Okay, okay. But I was told about it, and I just laughed when I heard about it because it was. It's also such a Chinoy move to always for people to always ask me for Tikoy. <laughs> And for all for people to always uh tell me, oh but you can call it that's Chinese two year <laughs> Like when people ask me for Tikoy, I used to tell them, Oh but you wanna pop it the Daliri, the man who year so so for them to get that slap uh, that slap in the face with the tikoy that says get a job or get your own tikoy get yeah. your own tikoy you get a job was inside the ampao so the there were pieces of tissue inside the ampao then when you opened it it said get a job yeah right so it was funny it was funny I, I think he was hoping that one of them went to you oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> no no I, I made sure to give the ampao to kids because it would be illegal for them to get a job because child labor <laughs> child labor <laughs> on air fist bump on air fist bump go back around okay, okay. Let's, let's, talk years ago. let's talk about the wrestling because there was a lot of wrestling in this match there was a lot of wrestling in this match and I like how uh, Max from injury was able to pull off I'm not questioning his athletic ability sure. I'm, just, I'm just saying that I haven't seen him wrestle this long in a while and so I like that he's able to pull it off. I will say, however, that I'm a little confused with his uh, gear. Okay. Because he had the rocket shirt mm-hmm. on. 
and I didn't know that he was a Rockets fan. Well, he, he is, it's, he he is, is, yeah, he is, is and it's Chinese New Year, yeah, so, so he was wearing red. You know how some people only have like one red shirt? Okay, so that's a rocket his, shirt. <laughs> it's a rocket shirt, and it's not, it fits. And then he had hearts on his boots, I guess, for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's regretting Mahaba now, I guess. Is that, <laughs> is that what? No, no, man, he just wanted to be in theme. Okay. I guess so, so we're getting holiday backs. No, okay, it, yeah. it, it was an MSG uh, initiative for oh, all okay. of us to come out in red. And so that I just said, fuck it, right? Like, <laughs> so that's the same. Silver lucky mask. No, no, his Under Armour shirt was, was maroon. Red. Oh, okay. Maroon, but? Yeah, so it was maroon. a shade of red. All right. So going, going back to the match. So the match, the, the match yes, for the, for the most part, was good and solid. I felt like the closing parts of it Slowed down a little. Yeah. And, I mean, you can be forgiven for that because mm-hmm. I'm finished in a base. Yeah. But all in all, I was satisfied. Okay. With that. Cool. All right. I, I, I will say that the green mist, I don't know if it's been used before. Yeah, it has. hasn't been used because I, I've only seen it used this time in the PWR, this first time. That's it's oh, first, yeah. it's so the haven't... first time in like two years. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I, Almost. I, so I was a little surprised. Like, I did, was it originally the MSG gimmick? From, from uh, no, no. I believe that Main Max wanted to incorporate that as a tribute to Bombay Suarez. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Naman sila. Yeah, yeah. yeah they saw each other recently. Din kasi. So, after that, it quickly transitioned into Trian De La Torre and Gemerlin versus Jay Serra and Kalinueva. Yeah. Trian and Gemerlin came out to save the Kake Bros yeah. from us. And then Trian De La Torre subsequently destroyed the Tag team championship belt in front of everyone by throwing it at you, yeah, by, by throwing, throwing it at you and missing at you, <laughs> at, at you, sad oh, and at, missing. at me. You said at you. You said at you. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So now, so now, so now, Trian De La Torre is officially one step closer to realizing his dream of being the knight of the Philippines. He has broken a belt. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was. Um, I felt like it was an odd interaction to have. Trian uh, and Jemmerlin come out. Yeah. Um, I, for as far as I knew, as far as I know, rather, uh, that that chapter of their story is ended, and they're focused on other things. Apparently, I don't feel like it was necessary for them to come and save. Even despite Ken Merlin. I know he's. He, uh, he wasn't around that, for he was, Ken Merlin. He wasn't around. He, he missed it. He missed it last show. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. at the January show, Kendrick publicly uh, oh, declared his okay. intentions see, for Jemmerlin. See, see, with that context now, I feel like it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. It does. So, parang naman hikan na siya. Yeah, naman hikan na. Sa mga boss. Oh, sa mga boss. So, okay, so then, yeah, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. This this TDT Jemmerlin, Gallinero, Jace, era match. Uh, it's my first time seeing all three of them in the ring. Okay. I missed Jemmerlin's debut. Yeah. I also missed Kali Nueva's debut. Yeah, he's as, rechristening. As Kali Nueva and Jay Serra's debut. So, um, I feel like Kali Nueva as a character, he and I would get along. Okay. <laughs> but just because, just because we're both, you're both. Oh, we're, we're both pretentious art fans. So, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Critic. Yeah, we're, we're going to bond over some foreign French film that nobody can pronounce. But <laughs> <laughs> a red and shit. So, so it's, it's, it's just fun. I, I like the character. I appreciate the gimmick. Um, Jay Sarah, on the other hand, I don't. I feel like her character is underdeveloped. It's um, just But then... So I always try to look for more because I want the range in terms of character because sure. I want to see them go to different places. Okay, but, but all things considered, it is her second match. It is her second match, to be fair. So maybe she still has room to improve, for sure. 
but her character isn't as developed as her tag team partner, Scali Weva. Um, I also appreciate that Jemmerlyn is her own character. You know how in the WWE we always see the female counterpart just be a shadow of the male counterpart? Like, more, the more recent example would be Selena Vega and Andrade. Okay. Right? And Jemmerlyn doesn't fall into that uh, trope where she pulls off TDT moves or ECX moves okay. and she does her own thing and she's her own identity you know even if she is still uh, did you promote her? I don't know if she, I can still call her an intern I don't think, <laughs> she, I don't think she is I don't think she's an intern right? And she, even if she is an employee of she's not a henchman so she doesn't know she doesn't so yeah so I like I like how she has a de- own developed character okay um, anything else on the intergender tag match? The, inter- the match itself, I felt like was a little crazy, like a little too over the place for me. Um, and I don't know if it's because these guys are wrestling for the second match ever. It did help that Trian De La Torre, who's been wrestling a while now in the tag team, was there. But I think the chemistry isn't as natural when it comes to him and Jemmerlin. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so, so that's what I thought about the match. And then up next, you had another Path of Gold-related match in Mike Madrigal versus Cuatro. And I think the winner has a better entry number. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the winner enters late. Okay, there. Yeah. So Mike Madrigal defeated Cuatro once again. Yes. And it, I, 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 I wasn't there to catch it live. but I, It's the first time he beat Cuatro, actually. Ah, Cuatro won. Yes. Oh, there, yeah, there. Sorry. My, my bad. Okay, so I was, uh, I was under the impression that Natal is a Cuatro. No, he just went through a table. He just went through the table. That was that was a crazy match. That was I love in a good way. Okay. I love that match. Um, Quattro coming out to a continue screen after he got put through a table. Yeah, we all know that Quattro in real life is a big fighting game fan. Yep. he's a fanatic, and to, for him to come out that way, especially with his theme song, yeah. um, being so close to Street Fighter, was very. Castlevania. Yeah, it's actually Castlevania. Castlevania pala, sorry. Bispo. I mean, it's, it's close. It's close. Or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> what do you feel about uh, the, okay. these wrestlers from the same promotion? Uh, Lahat sila may video game influences like Nintendo, then you have Quattro I mean, now. You can't really hide it. If, you, if that's what you like, they're good for you, you know? Uh, a lot of the guys in the WWE like working out. I mean, they don't hide it. No, yeah. no, it, it's not that. It's more of like yung, uh, you making it being part of your character or part of your, your shtick when you come out there. Um, I will say that while it feels a little repetitive, it's still it's, it's still its own twist in a way. Because even if you say Nintendo is a video game character and Quattro is a video game character persona, yeah. they're still different wrestlers. If you put them side by side, you know? Okay, I think that's fair. Right. So, Quattro is his own guy. Vintendo is his own dude. They they found something in them to differentiate themselves from one another. So, what do you think about Quattro taking the L this time and getting an early entry number? Probably number four again. And then Mike Madrigal uh, getting a late entry number this year. I feel like this is setting Quattro up very well. Uh, for Path of Gold mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm gonna make a fearless forecast and say that he's my pick to win Path of Gold so he's your winner pick yes he's my mm. we're gonna quite get early. I was gonna say you know we were gonna do another segment with the money 
It is past the gold season after all. It is past the gold season after all. One of my favorite shows that the PWR puts up. You're not the only one. Right? And I I feel like this is setting him up to be the underdog. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's his. That's been his main thing this whole time. He was the underdog entering uh, the Rough Mabayashi Championship match, which he was so close to winning. Mm-hmm. We all saw it, and he was the underdog entering the uh, Mac Madigal match, which apparently he won the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's been setting him up uh, very well. Even in this match, even when he lost, he was actually uh, receiving a lot of punishment throughout. Very. Uh, very very badly beaten by Mike Madrigal and I feel like even if he lost he still put on one hell of a fight how do you feel about Madrigal's chances though you 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 obviously have a, you know you like Cuatro you yes. like, you've enjoyed the story and yes. you haven't hidden that from our listeners before but how do you feel about Mike Madrigal moving forward because this man is fucking dangerous after this Mike Madrigal is very dangerous okay and he is very uh, to borrow another wrestler's nickname very ruthless he's very he knows what he wants and he's not afraid to get it <laughs> and that essentially is a very good recipe for success remember he was the, one of the longest reigning PHX champions he had that belt. people forget people he forget, had man. that belt for a while Mm-hmm. And there was a reason why he had that belt for a while because he was very cutthroat. All right. Uh, next up, capping off the first half of PWR Live Nice was the PHX Championship match between Chris Panzer and John Sebastian, and the subsequent turn at the end. Yes, uh, Panzer walking out to MSG Music was it's a good twist. It was uh, it caught me by surprise again, mm-hmm. uh, and especially to see how upset Chris Panzer was at yeah. this point. Now, this is one of the things where I, where I was a little confused as well because as far as I know, as much as I know, was he a heel? He just, he just shook hands with the devil. He yeah, yeah. So essentially, it was a move of desperation. Right? So he essentially sided with MSG. Mm-hmm. The devil. The devil. Um, <laughs> turning, essentially turning him into a heel, I thought. But then... Against John Sebastian, who really is, a, who really is also the devil, right? I mean, he's essentially Chris Panzer was caught between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he, he, the hard place isn't cap; it's a different hard place. <laughs> but, uh, you made the joke, not me. But no, but seriously though, I feel like he's been caught in such a rut lately, Panzer, that he just didn't have any other choice, um, and I can't really blame him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the fit the match again top top class match world class match top of that. Ganda siya. Um, the confusing part for me happened towards the end when even after Stan cost him the match, yeah. Stan still helped Mr. him. C. Mr. C. Mr. C. Mr. C. helped him up even after Mr. C. cost him the match. Um, I didn't understand why that was. was until it the just low, a fake out? Yeah. yeah, and then until the low blow happened. So that was a good swerve. Okay. I feel, like. I, feel I feel like that was the only way, uh, that's the only place for the match to go um, was for him to lose, was for him not to get the title. Uh, because it wouldn't make sense if Chris Panzer won and then was still a member of MSG. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, are they going to be the new Royal Flush now? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a little... Shit. 
Do you want that though? I mean, I'm not no, gonna pilfer for people's money and strand them in the van. Because, like, you know, I'm not saying Mr. You are. C. Mr. C is the devil. Um, he's not. Okay. He's not an estafador. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's those. This match was good uh, because it reminded me of that one PWR show in that sweat lunch in Shaw Boulevard. Oh yeah, shit. PWR. <laughs> PWR two nine nama init. Oh, two nine nama init. Yung yung tutunay na mainit. Kamas felt so bad that in the next PWR show, he sat me right across an aircon. <laughs> Just a little fun fact. Did do guys. that. Did do that. Okay, so so the turn wasn't confusing for you because I, I did re- read the review on Smart Henry where uh, Ricky Publico, the reviewer, said that it was confusing for him. It was confusing to a point. Okay. It wasn't completely confusing. But I did feel like I was left with a satisfied answer. That they needed to give Chris Panzer more things to do. Kumbaga. Okay. All right. So so while it is still unexplained, yeah. uh, uh, nobody explained anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't even I didn't even hear what Mr. C said after the low blow. But I never liked you, Panzer. <laughs> 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 Di kapogi Panzer or mas pogi si guapo. Mas pogi si guapo. <laughs> Whatever he said, I didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still leaves me wanting more. So it didn't confuse me enough to turn me away from the rivalry. Okay, I'll take that. Okay, let's move on to the triple threat match, which got a lot of pretty good reviews. It was Ken Warren versus Chino Ginto versus Jan Evander for the number one contendership to the PHX Championship. Oh my God, what a match! What a match! Um, see, Chino Ginto, how long was he on the shelf for? Eighteen, 18 months. Eighteen months doesn't look like it. Does not look like it. Uh, but what about that finish? <laughs> did that, um, we'll get to that. But yeah. it didn't look. Like he was on the shelf, he even brought a few things new. I feel mm-hmm. like to the, to the match, yep. uh, and it, it was such it was such an evolved uh, Chino Ginto because we saw him get injured. We see we saw him on the sidelines, and we also saw uh, two of the remaining uh, network members move on mm-hmm. and do other things. Yeah. Right? and we saw AB3 evolve into the Warlord and we saw uh, Idol set himself on fire fuck but we don't know what happens to Chino Ginto was I not supposed to say God that God fuck what? we all just kind of moved on already okay. so whatever okay what, what so, so the network the network well, the network is it's big, no more it's no more <laughs> Stand, calm down. You're losing your shit here. No, Kamus is. He's, he's the one who I'm walked upset. up. Yeah, Kamus yeah. is apoplectic. I'm just, I'm just laughing here. Oh, okay. So, regardless, what I'm trying to say is, I was curious where Chido Ginto would go as a character. And where did he go for you? And, and he just went. He just took it to another level. He was so improved from the last time I saw him. Mm-hmm. So improved from, um, from. Bayanihan days. Bayanihan days. That's that, that's the only. From, that's how long it has been since we've seen. From Chino. the sa- from the same pay per view, the tonight that I it. That's the last time I remember seeing it. He did actually. That, that would be right. That's that last would time be I, time light, that, right? That that's the last time I remember seeing him at least in and, action. In action, because the next Bayanihan show he had to give up. That was the relinquishing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I remember seeing him as one hell of a wrestler. Anyway, and. I remember uh, liking him even then, and I just like him even more now. His name is Chino, after all. Okay, what what can you say about uh, Jan Evander? Because he got a lot of attention as well. You know, he got the budget Balor chance. He yes. got the Batang okay. Hamog chance. As 
as improved as Cheetah Ginta was, Jan Vander is also. I'm going to also hold him to the same uh, candle. Okay. I feel like he's also improved. Okay. I feel like he isn't just the guy who breaks figures now. Okay. And he's improved so much that I don't even mind that he looks like a budget Finn Balor. He can break. He, he can break two hands at the same time. Yeah, now. like I like how he's improved. He's diversified in the ring mm-hmm. to the point that he can pull off a dive spot. Mm-hmm. Smart Henry Scholar, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, to the point that he was able to work on his craft mm-hmm. uh, and to show off more of his PH, uh, pro- professional wrestling degree. PWD. 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 Right? A true scholar, indeed. Yeah. So I like. I like what I saw from Janet Hunter. And Ken Warren, we all know, is a workhorse. Okay, what do you think about that finish? Because I was watching it and I was like, that was brilliant. Yes. Uh, Ken Warren has been wanting this, uh, rematch. this rematch for the longest one time. One-on-one. This, this kid has been on social media asking for this rematch. A one-on-one rematch, to be more specific. And nobody's been giving it to him. Nope. The higher-ups have been ignoring him. He deserves a rematch. I feel John like he, Sebastian has completely blocked. Him I out. feel like I feel like he deserves a rematch, and I like how he was. Uh, he he was wily enough to capitalize on an opportunity. Yeah, uh, makes you question the 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 wellness of Chinaginta's knee, because after the curb stop, he did fall back. Yep, giving enough room for Ken Warren to capitalize, but it was such. A smart move on Ken Warren's part that shows off not only how good an athlete he was, but also how smart a wrestler he is. All right, so you felt that it was satisfying, uh, yeah? Uh, by hook or by crook, Ken yeah, Warren no. got his rematch. Yeah, you, I, I liked it. Uh, to, I liked it enough. Okay, to, you know, not question the logic behind it. All right. Up next was Yung All Out War. Is yes, it that one. Yeah, All Out All War Championship War. Battle of the Sling Blade Joey Bax and Dax Javiera. Uh, I was seated next to you when this was happening, right? Yes, and you raised yes. a very good point that no matter what happens in this match, the sling blade is actually legitimized. Mm. It gets taken up to a to a, a higher move set echelon. Okay, you want to call it because in the in the hierarchy of moves, <laughs> in the higher nobody look nobody would really build a match around the sling blade. Who does that, right? Mm. But they were able to pull it off. They were given a gimmick. Both of them have a sling blade. Mm-hmm. Mag sling blade kayo, mag sawa. And they did it. And it got to a point where you wanted a sling blade to happen, but they got to counter the sling blade again and again. And I like that part. That it made you anticipate uh, the epicness of a sling blade. It's like anticipating the epicness of a lariat or okay. an Irish whip or a fucking headlock. So you think uh, that they pull it off? Yes, I think I think they really pull it off. I will say that again, this is another match where it, the all-out war championship was being defended in a non-all-out war match. What right? are your feelings about that? I do not like it. I feel like the all-out war championship should always be defended Hardcore. in no-holds-barred rules because it is a no-holds-barred title. Mm-hmm. That's what it was based out of. That's what it started as. Yes. I okay. don't feel like it should be because what's supposed to separate it from the PHX titles per se? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they both mid card titles now? And if so, why are there two mid card titles? Okay. Right? What why is... do you have an IC and a US? Yes. And I mean, they're both on separate brands. Uh, Not all guys can compete for the same thing. Right? So there is still a difference. Okay. So with that, how did you feel about the wrestling and did you get enough sling blade? I I, I did I have to say that 
that one sling blade that Dax pulled off was very satisfying. He really deserves a moniker here's my thing though um, I mean I, I'm glad that you were able to get it that the match was based around that move that both of them have but I wonder about the average fan mm-hmm. like um, if you're an average fan who isn't as up to date with the aftershocks and with the lore would you get it like from just being there and I'm not sure if any of us can actually answer this question but let me just throw it out there I'm gonna raise another point here as an average fan would they even get the point of the all out war championship I mean what is supposed to make the All Out War champion? It goes back to my previous point. Uh, what's supposed to make it special? What's supposed okay. to set it apart? Uh-huh. Right? Okay, fair, fair. So yeah, let's get to the next match. Is this the tag team uh, Yes, this is finals? the tag team finals match between the Yolo Twins with their new music yeah, and you gear. Yeah, you didn't see... I, I realized you didn't see the debut of the music. I, here's the first... Josiah Williams! Funnily enough, I, I follow uh, Russell and Flo on a few social media sites. He's great. And he's, he's awesome. Great. He does. He, if you guys don't know who he is, uh, go check him out on Facebook, uh, Russell and Flo. Um, and he does, he makes, he composes full rap songs out of wrestlers' entrance music. And remixes. And he only, as far as I know, he's only ever done it with uh, foreign wrestlers. This is uh, American wrestlers. No, no man. Uh, well, there's Kenny, who's Canadian. Uh, West Western white wrestlers. White. Northern American yes, wrestlers. Yes, whatever classification. But the point I try to make is, nagulat ako na tayo Nagulat ako na tayo Twins have their own uh, music because They're, they won a contest. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you read the feature on them on the site, yeah, which I still haven't done. Which I still haven't done. But they, they want they want a contest. He remixed. Oh, uh, see. Because they're the last people I expect to actually get... Um, Just like William Streetman. Yeah, exactly. And to have that new gear that they come out to... A lot of people were saying my basketball bad. <laughs> but it actually reminded me a lot of the Usos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how they used to rock the shorts mm-hmm. before? And I like how they were both in a red and blue palette. Mm-hmm. That it really it calls back to the PWR titles. Uh-huh. Also, do you like the hair? The hair I didn't buy. Okay. Even with the Shohoku chats mm-hmm. and uh, Rihanna chats, I didn't, <laughs> there you go. I didn't mind. I didn't mind. Um, I'm, not, I'm not as much of a weeb, so I didn't really get it as much. But I, I didn't. You're mind. enough of a weeb to understand. To understand, it was, yeah, yeah, but not to get it right away. Okay. So they I, faced the Punk Dolls, Martivo, and Robin. Yeah, but the, I haven't seen Robin in a while. Yeah, Does she have her yeah, You didn't. You didn't see her. You didn't see her come back, come back last, last month. month. Yeah, I didn't. I've not seen her in a while. So it, it makes me question. Why was she back? I was looking for a swerve, or I was expecting a swerve, but I know uh, that it might be too soon for that. What's that? Robin back. Robin was back, Robin and back. Um, it makes me question why she was back anyway. Uh, in the she first place, why she was gone? Pala, sorry, why she was gone in the first place? Uh, but it's good to have her back. It's good to have uh, her back as Martivo's partner, <laughs> specifically because it gives Martivo uh, more things to do. Like mm-hmm. now, he's not just a journeyman uh, wrestler. Seeing him wrestle in other uh, promotions, uh, now I like that he has a role and he has a tag team partner back, and now he can focus on. A singular goal, which is uh, winning a tag team title. Yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, it the wasn't the won. case. Yes, it, it wasn't, wasn't the case. Um, again, this is why I expected the swerve. Um, I thought that's how the match would end. Did not happen because it 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 felt circumstantial for Robin to come back. Like, apparently there was 
I I felt like there was more to the story of why she was gone in the first place. Um, I don't know if it has been explained. Again, I haven't been around in a month. But uh, I'm glad that Martiva has a practice. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about how do you feel about her wrestling since you didn't see her in January? Uh, I feel like she's pretty much improved. Every time she disappears and comes back, she loses more and more weight. Uh, I feel like she's gotten more much leaner this time around. So she's been able to move around a lot better. Mm-hmm. I uh, and and yeah. So good. Whatever she's been doing, good job on her. Okay, and then last question on this match: How did you feel about the Yolo Twins setting up for? You know their match against TDT ECX. Uh, I let's see. I like how the Yolo Twins are starting to refocus themselves as a legitimate tag team threat. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been carded for a long time mm-hmm. and they disappeared from the title picture, particularly because ECX and TDT. Uh, were more focused on on winning it in the first place. Uh, they rebranded themselves essentially into a championship team into what I feel like is a championship team I didn't know it was possible to look more unified when you were twins in the first place (laughs) but I like the the whole repackaging okay alright let's get to the penultimate match and that was JDL versus Vlad Sinsik in which JDL said that he was going to Leave for yes, and that is actually it's actually shocking. But we'll get to that first. First, I want to praise Vlad. Mm-hmm. Vlad Sinsik has been around for quite some time uh-huh. now, um, and, but we've rarely seen him do a big. Ma- I've only ever seen him do big matches in the past two or three shows. And mm-hmm. right? for the longest time, he's he's been what all out war champion. He put yeah, that- he, he put apocalypse through a table. Two yeah, tables, I think. Two, two tables. Two, two, plywood. two, two plywood boards. Yeah, two plywood up. boards. But that's about it. So I'm glad that he's been given room to work more. To work these big matches more with more established guys. He's he's shown that he can pull it off. And I'm glad he has that opportunity. Uh, JDL, on the other hand, uh, it's actually shocking for me to hear that he's been leaving. I've never seen him as a guy who would just me, pack up and leave. But if he has to take time off to heal, to work on whatever he has to work on, then I'm all for him because he's given so much to the resting scene that I feel like he deserves a little time off. It should be noted that the last time JDL took some form of time off, he also faced Vlad last, and that was uh, September 2017. Mm. And then he would come back two months later for a vendetta. And beat yes. you. Yes, and be part of the team that beat me. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't really... How do you feel about the wrestling in the match? The wrestling in the match was... Again, I said I said it at the top of this uh, segment that it was very good. Um, given, given, given Vlad this time to yeah. work this match, it's just the best possible decision for him and for JDL. Because we know JDL can go, but we've never actually seen Vlad in that deep uh, water. Yeah. yeah. So for him to do what he did, it was good. I liked it. It was very hard to think. The only reason I ask is because they... So many of the reviewers, it's like, of course, of course, JDL was great. That's that's the default there. Yes. Apparently, you forget how good he is and the moments that he picks. I actually, I, I never forget how good JDL actually is, and and I don't know what matches these guys were watching, 
But every time I see a well, JDL... people who listen to us on the internet. I, every time I watch a JDL match, I feel like it's something special. JDL has this unique ability to take matches to another level every time he performs. And for, for a guy who's only been in Southeast Asia performing, it's surprising how good he actually is. How much... How he's faced international talent. How a homegrown guy like him can put on world-class shows. All right. Now let's get to the main event, which involved a lot of players. So you had ECX and Ralph Imabayashi facing each other for the championship. You had uh, the rest of the Naughty Boys at ringside, the YOLO twins interfering at some point, and Redrick Mahaba making his return at the end. Yes. Okay. Break it down. Let's break it down from the Ah. very top. Uh, Sounds like good. Anyway. This match was actually a lot more thrilling than it had any right to be. I feel like ECX as a number one contender was a very unlikely choice. I was abroad when this happened, so I was wondering how it happened. Mm -hmm. And learning of of what Ralph and what went through uh, during New Year's resolution, Mm -hmm. it explained it a lot more. But seeing the match unfold and the time that it's been unfolding I guess the time has been going on I'm getting I like the improvements that Evan Carlo has taken upon himself to do um, all the guys that I remember seeing last year have improved so much this year and he is not an exception uh, Ralph Imabayashi has been the longest way who's had a title what 500 days now more maybe pushing, just counting right? pushing. pushing 500 days right yeah. like, He's had the title for the longest time, and he's had it for a reason. He's he's very good in the ring, but, ring, but he is also very uh, conniving. He knows how to capitalize on opportunities, and we've seen him. We see him do that in this match when the Yolo Twins come out, when ECX hits him with the belt, and he kicks out. He's resilient. He's and he, I guess you have to be resilient if you're on your own. You know, you don't have the power of friendship to fall back on. Mm-hmm. I like. I will say that that moment when Ralph was standing apart from the Naughty Boys and the Naughty Boys were comforting ECX, I guess, helping him out of the ring, that was such a good moment. That was a good spot. I feel like that spot spoke volumes between, not just in that match, but in the whole uh, promotion in general. Mm -hmm. Just because it, it emphasized the loneliness of Ralph and the solidarity of the Naughty Boys. Alright. Okay, what what can you say about Redrick Mahaba coming back and then declaring his intentions to go after the championship? Okay, so for the rest of the show, uh, I was pretty close to Redoliero, a.k.a. Redrick Mahaba. Yeah, yeah. A.k.a. Mainstream Mahaba. And a.k.a. Mainstream Mahaba. Um, but we were, st- we were talking shop backstage or close to backstage, right? This is a hectic show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector's show. HR. We were talking shop and then he kept telling me that he was So for the whole show, I was like, Oh my God. I was Until the main event and he said, I was like, And then he comes out. And I told him this last night. We were we were at an open mic together, and, he was, and I was like, at uh, most, at most, at most on Madalena Street, a great venue uh, on Tuesdays. And and he asked me if I got swerved, and I got worked like a uh, like a mark. Yeah, yeah. I really believe that I'm not the whole time. <laughs> but, 
I love the fact that oh. he did that great promo. We all know that Redrick Mahaba is good on promos. He's gold on the mic. Every time there's a Redrick Mahaba promo, people lose it. People laugh. But I feel like that is easily the most emotional promo I've seen from Redrick Mahaba. He spoke volumes about what Ralph and him have accomplished and how Ralph destroyed it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also it was also such a good uh, hype moment for Path of Gold, seeing as they will be facing each other for the title. Now, whether Redrick Mahaba can uh, live up to what he said is another question. Remember, I don't really remember Redrick Mahaba resting in a championship match other than the Fatal 4-Way you know, for that P- PWR title. No, he challenged for the PHX championship then pretty recently. No, but, yeah, okay, so he challenged for the... I don't really know... Again, Rafael Mabayashi, longest reigning PWR champion versus Redrick Mahaba, who was friend who was formerly a for all intents and purposes a partner and sidekick right so to for him to st- immediately step up into the main stage into the main event essentially apart from the Path of Gold match uh, and it's interesting to see what he can do in that span of time alright any other thoughts on the main event the main event in general uh, yeah well I so <laughs> What a good friend. So there. Okay, uh, let's zoom out now and talk about the entire show as a whole. What is the grade? Okay, I will give uh, PWR Live Dice a grade of A minus. A minus, okay. Just short of A. Of a. a. You know, this, this would be an A if you saw Tutan. Yeah, I, I, I actually agree because I missed. This was more on me. So I had to grade what I saw. Okay, uh, sure. And I had to grade I had to grade what I saw. And what I saw, while very good, still leaves me wanting more. Okay. Mm-hmm. It still which leaves, is great. Which is, well, yeah, I guess. But it, it, it prevents me from giving it a solid grade. Okay, sure, sure. All nice. Right. So, so not a bad grade. That, that's a nice grade. That's yeah. a nice grade. Not more than nice. Yeah. Okay, uh, which match was uh, the match of the night for you? My match of the night was actually going to be uh, Quattro and Mike Madrigal. Okay. Good, solid match. <laughs> nice pick, and yeah. You just said that because you and uh, Quattro recommended the podcast with No, you. I told him I was going to make him star of the night. Yeah. I did not do that. Okay, fine. <laughs> God. Yeah, it was actually... Winner pick niya to sa path. No, because I was actually picking between this and uh, the PHX number one contenders. Okay, sure. Okay, Bad contenders match, but I decided to pick Quattro and Mike Madrigal because my spot of the night is actually the PHX number one contenders finish. Okay, okay. I uh, easily for me top five finishes in PWR. Uh, I know it's it's high praise, but I feel like it's memorable. Finishes. I I feel like it's memorable. I feel like it's smart. I. I applauded the finish. I wonder if there's someone out there, uh, sorry Chino, but going off on that point, I wonder if there's someone out there who's been to every PWR show we've had, tapos na document nila ng crazy finishes, (laughs) tapos may mixtape siya, top finishes in PWR history or something. Like some some YouTube channel that has some obscure... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, no, I would too. So if somebody out there... PWR Central. 
Universe Central team, please. Correct me if I'm wrong. This sounds like a like fun this project. Was very memorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like something fun if you have the footage. Yeah, so. But guys, we have the footage. Yes, yes. We have the we. footage. Okay. You guys, but are you guys, guys going to put a supercut together? <laughs> imagine, imagine a supercut to the, to the voice of Butch. <laughs> and all the crazy finishes. Hey, shout out to Brian Lumano uh, pulling off uh, another show. Uh, he does a well enough job he's gonna replace Poch completely <laughs> do you want that though? sorry Poch I love you but I love Brian more he gave me a whoa. Nacho Libre mask okay. Poch hook me up with something we can talk but Brian's a good friend time, it's like the one time you bring up the announcer it's it's you have to say oh yeah by the way he bribed me too no no <laughs> <laughs> No, but Brian Lomano had been... He did it as a gag that one time in uh, Showdown. Showdown, right? yeah. yeah. It was a gag. And he did it so well that he's been actually uh, been asked yeah. to step up a few times. And he's been killing it every time. So, am I... Are you guys were Brian. Do you agree with me? I love Brian. I think he does a very good job as yeah. well. Like, uh, I, th- I think his best announcing job ever was announcing the Naughty Boys a la New Japan announcer. That's, yes. that's what I was just about to he say. He also did a good job playing off uh, during Roderick Mahaba's live uh, Aftershock. Like, he, he like, bit into it. So, he has the... Co- he, he was smart enough to know that there was a comedic moment there to latch on to. So good job, Brian. Yeah, because not everyone can just get that yeah, in the right? moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, now our Let's, last award is the star of the night. Can we first give out an honorable mention to Grab Cabos for bookending <laughs> a show? No, no you can't. No, you can't. Why not? Yes, Why not? It was an achievement! Because somebody else has already done it. <laughs> and it's Redrick Mahaba. Oh, really? He has. Yeah, but he didn't book end this show. You he didn't did. book end this you show, did. but it's not the first time it's happened. Oh, okay. nobody's saying it's the first time. I just said one. that you book end. Oh, <laughs> typical comes downplaying Playing something himself. again. <laughs> Your star of the night, sir. My star of the night has to go to Vlad Sensei. Okay, cool. Uh, That's Vlad very Sensei. valid. Vlad Sensei proved that he's a main event player. Okay, proved that he was. He's actually, and he's improved so much too. So good job, Vlad Sensei. All right, so we got Path of Gold coming up March seventeen. Are you going to be there? I will... I, mean, I can't commit right now because unfortunately... No. Um, the is this immigration status? No, this is ICE is, coming for no, you? No, ICE... Uh, <laughs> Do ICE, you need to hide you in Mindanao? ICE tried to stick me in one of those child cages. Are you I did not fit. So, but you're no, not a but, child. No, but no, you're in, what universe? in what universe are you a child? No, not even American kids are like you. <laughs> Hey, you'd be well, 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 you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Say. <laughs> I was gonna say with all that fructose they've been shoving down their throats. You you've seen the you, epidemic. Yeah. No, I was gonna say you've seen you've seen NFL linemen. They uh, have to come from somewhere. Uh, Samaga, <laughs> Samaga, Samaga. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Samoan linemen. Yes. Uh, no, uh, I I have a an improv recital. Believe it or not, that I oh, wait, have to fuck. be at. Yeah. Wait, this is this is and, oh, on a Sunday as well. Uh, Sunday as well, and hey, then across town at the same exact time. See, here's the thing: I only found out the, the day they told us when the recital was. Yeah, and I was there. I was telling Gabe Bergado, "Hey, I went to this wrestling show, and he was the, he was hyping it up too because he's been to a few. He's he's been to at least six. Yeah, he's been to a few, and he said it was good fun. And I invited all my improv classmates. And I was like, ah, guys, the next show is on March 17. Ah, what happened? 
Wait, so so Marshall Dean is the TWI is the TWI recital, not the not part of the festival. No, it's not part of the festival. Because I was gonna say, if you're gonna show that, I might be working at festival. Oh no, but we are. We will be working at festival. Also, my house is just ten minutes from Peta, and that's with me walking. Ten minutes with Chino walking. So. It's a good five minutes away. <laughs> if you're not Gina Lee. If you're not a slow walker. And it's actually like pretty myself. close. It's pretty close. Oh, well, it's for you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys have seen my place. Yeah, I've been to your place. I know where Pepe is, so I, I know. It's pretty know. close, right? Right. Okay, uh, so March 17, that's when PWR Path of Gold will be. Uh, we hope you somehow make things happen. We'll, we'll work around it. We'll yeah, see what yeah. we can We'll ask for the happen. early schedule. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or you can move the show to a Saturday. There's always that. Same time, no? Okay, then. <laughs> no, but we've already booked the venue, so I think oh. we're going to stick to March 17. Oh. Um, other announcements before we get to our picks of the week. For those who are asking, the next viewing party will be for WrestleMania 35, and Ooh, we can yeah. confirm it as early as now. Uh, it'll be on April 8th, Monday morning. We'll be there Woo! as early as 5 a.m. at Skinny Mike Sports Bar oh over at BGC. Uh, I'm Book sure your you leaves. File your leaves now, sirs. Yeah, it's uh, not a holiday, so if you want a long next weekend. Day holiday. Oh, oh, next day, holiday. Unless someone declares a long weekend. But long weekend. Wait, it's not here. It's not here, Jimmy. Oh, fine, fine. It's not here, Well. Also, uh, can I just say, uh, quickly, uh, next week, February 26th. Yes. We are having the very first Comedy Manila Roast Battle. Oh, Ooh. God. I want to at, at most. Uh, at most. Fuck, of course. Natalie in the street. It is myself versus Andrew and Bernardo. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, we're going to be on Ooh, Team Chino for sure. Of, battle who of the is, boys. Who is a destructive drunk, so it's going to be easy. Um, <laughs> Wait, are, do you have both have to be drunk? No, no. He, <laughs> no I'm just saying he's a self-destructive Oh, oh yes, he is. Uh, as a person, not as just a character. Oh God! Uh, also, there's going to be GB Labrador versus Muman Reyes, uh, both oh, heavy hitters of Comedy Manila, hosted by Roderick Mahaba, mm-hmm. Red Oliero. Okay, uh, tickets are at two hundred and fifty pesos. I'd pay five hundred for that. Yeah, show, and it's going to be one hell of a show. You don't have to shell twenty five thousand. So you can pay for an hour. So you'll you pay five hundred. No, I I give them the five hundred. Oh yeah. No, but not for you. I, I want one of those red shirts. Okay. Asshole. <laughs> no, but yeah. March 20, uh, uh, February 26th. That is next Tuesday at uh, Moe's in Matalino Street. So no right. open mic. We got yeah, we we a roast, roast battle, battle. Oh, God, happening. Okay. Uh, for those who are wondering about the WrestleMania viewing party tickets, it'll be the same price as the Royal Rumble viewing party tickets. 320 pesos gets you in. On top of that, we'll also be giving you a free drink. Okay. So now let's get to our picks of the week. Uh, I called dibs you on called the dibs. main event of Elimination Chamber, and for good reason. It was a solid main event. Um, Kofi, Kofi Kingston. Kingston. It was really Star all making. about Kofi Kingston. You can say all you want about Samoa Joe being the first boot, about Daniel Bryan retaining anyway. By the way, he is undefeated in title defenses in the chamber. Which is, which is something... It's just one of those fun stats you don't think about. No. Because this, the chamber is not synonymous with Bryan. Yeah, it's not. But it's after, after, H, after Shawn, Shawn, Michaels. Michaels, Shawn Michaels, but then after this, he's slowly inching his way into that. Yep. So uh, if if you had to just pick one match, I would say it's the Chamber main event. Okay, uh, my pick is the women's Chamber. The moment for I mean, apart from Sasha and Bailey getting the championships, everyone looked great in that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like. Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan oh, jumping well. off the top. That was just like I was well, watching that. Yeah. I was like. God damn, it's stereo and then one of them's like one of them 
it's a flying Viking and flying Harley imitator. I like it. It works. And the match, the match as a whole was just. It was better than it had any yes. business wow. being. No, yeah. No, yeah. For, for a tag team elimination chamber okay, match. Fine, fine. I mean, That's... like, yeah, at the very beginning, uh, it didn't make sense that the tag team, the first ever women's tag team titles, was weren't be... in the tag team match yeah. sure. to, be, to begin with. But... That's that's part of that's part of my rationale with it. Naparang, you think that, okay, this is just gonna be a beat down all across. Yeah. But this was spectacular. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Just solid. All so, right. you know, do you want to have a pick? Um, yeah, sure. I'll pick. Uh, Rogue. No, 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 I got nothing because they got they picked the good parts from the chain. Okay, and I'm actually picking something that isn't on any resting show. No. I am picking Ty Dillinger's engagement to Peyton. <laughs> <and Gore>. oh! <laughs> Congratulations to the perfect ten and his beautiful, beautiful bride with her new, new hair. Yeah, uh, you know uh, Ty Dillinger may no longer be with WWE since his release know, he's has asked, been he's granted. Asked for, has not been granted. Requested. I'm pretty sure it's on its way. On its way. Yeah, yeah. So he may be losing his job in WWE, but he is still a big he winner. Still wins. Yeah. I mean, he wins yeah, at life. Yeah, he wins at, at life. 38 years old. Oh my god, the guy he is he, still winning. And he was one stand, so yeah, he really wins. Good, <laughs> good job, Ty. Yeah, good job, Ty. Congratulations to you. And uh, best wishes to Peyton Royce as well. And now, her new hair. Yes, and her new hair. Right, we're at the end of the podcast, and as always, we just Wait, want to you, remind you, you, you that you really don't have anything. No, no, I really don't. Okay. okay, we want to remind you that there are so many ways for you to support us. First, you can always subscribe and give us a five star rating, whether it's on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Next, please tell your friends, let people know, and use social media that there is a podcast by Filipino wrestling fans for Filipino wrestling fans, and of course, uh, just you know, get get the word out, let people know that we exist. And that goes a long way towards keeping this podcast alive. All right, uh, we're going to catch you again next week for another episode. And uh, our guest for next week, we've been putting him on hold for several weeks now. But I can tell you that this is a guest we've wanted to have on the podcast for quite some time. Probably since we started uh, becoming friends with him. And uh, this guy also does have a lot of wrestling friends. (laughs) So I'm sure he's excited to do the show as well. We'll have Sandro Hermoso of the Wrestling Gods on the SPP podcast next week. Right? And uh, for PWR, we'll see you March 17th for PWR Path of Gold. Maybe not Chino, but you guys. Yeah, but you. Maybe. Hey, there's still a chance. That's right, maybe. I remain hopeful. Right? Now, uh, Chino, thank you very much once again for joining us Always on the podcast. Really appreciate you taking time out. And Always a pleasure. On behalf of Romoran and Raf Camus, my name is Stan C. As we close out episode number 256 of the SGP podcast. Peace. Hey, this is for all my kids stealing. Wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a guns. Woo!